the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we talked about the appointed times and that they are a template for our daily walk with the Lord. Where do we go from here? Stay stay tuned. Yeah? Okay. Let's pray first. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for the wonderful time that we've had with our appointments with you, Lord, these past few weeks. And now, Lord, we want to go forward. We want to move in such a way that we will be encouraged and encourage others and that we will see our purpose over these next weeks that you will guide us and direct us and that it will be a tremendous time of revival lord that is our hearts to see your revival where people will get healed people will have salvations Father, I pray in the name of Yeshua that we will see tremendous amounts of salvations in the coming weeks. Lord, just guide us now. Guide us in this teaching, Lord, that we that it will be inspiring and encouraging. So we thank you, we praise you, and honor you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay. Well, uh, today um, we're going to start a series on Messianic Judaism and look at the prophecies. And I would hope that this would be encouraging to everybody because when God is faithful with the people who are Jewish, he's obviously going to be faithful to everybody. 
And so we go from last week where we looked at those nine words beginning with R and the corresponding scriptures. And I would just mention that if you want to have that devotional, four-page devotional, if you'd call Karen, she'll email it to you. Call her at 813-831-5673. And let me also mention that this is a great time for us to come visit your church. If you uh, are able to set that up or let the pastor know uh, that we would love to come and teach on these biblical holy days or or some other things that, that are very dear to our heart, which might encourage and strengthen the body, we, we would love to get an invitation. So please um, see if you can set that kind of thing up again with Karen at 813-831-5673, or you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. We also love visitors, and so you can check out our congregational website, shereshtavid.org. And come and bring your Jewish friends and see the various locations and what times uh, and and uh, that they uh, are having services. We have some on Friday night, some on Saturday morning. We'd love to have you visit. Now, in order to talk about Messianic Judaism, I I just really felt that it'd be good for me to explain a little bit about our congregation and kind of weave that in. So um, our congregation is called Shoresh David. Now, Shoresh is the Hebrew word for root, and obviously David is the Hebrew for David. So we are the root of David Messianic Synagogues, and this name actually comes from Scripture. It's uh, one of the names of Yeshua. And we see it in Revelation 5, 5. Then one of the elders tells me, stop weeping. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is worthy to open the scroll. And so we see here the use of the root of David to talk about Yeshua, the Messiah. Also in Revelation twenty two sixteen, it says, I, Yeshua, have sent my angel to testify these things to you for my communities. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. Now, when we talk about our vision, our our vision would be very similar to a vision you would hear possibly in a church. Uh, might have some different scriptures by it, but uh, so first our vision is to love God from Deuteronomy 6, 5, and love your neighbor, Leviticus nineteen eighteen. Share the good news of Yeshua, the Messiah, which is uh, many scriptures, 
but certainly Mark 16, verse 15. But we also say, not only share it, but we go to the Jew first. And then we seek to make disciples, as it talks about in Matthew 28, 19. Our mission statement is to build a Messianic Jewish community and culture for today and the next generation and be a center for worship, instruction, fellowship, discipleship, and evangelism. So we'll talk about our statement of faith uh, maybe at a later broadcast, but I want to give you this kind of overview because other than to the Jew first, we probably have very little distinctives compared to what you would expect any believing organization to have. So in order to find out about Messianic Judaism and the vision, you really have to dig deeper. So are you willing to go on that journey with me? Okay. So my next few messages will answer the following questions and help you understand the purpose and calling that God has assigned to the Messianic movement historically, in present times, and in the future. So here's some questions. The first three I'm going to try and answer today, which is, what is Messianic Judaism? How and when did Messianic Judaism begin? And what is Messianic Judaism's past, present, and future scripturally? So these uh, are are questions that I think are really important, but here are some more um, that you might feel you'd like to know the answers to. Who should be in Messianic Judaism? And number five, is Messianic Judaism and the church the same? Six, who is a Jew? Seven, does being Jewish even matter? Eight, What is the role of someone who was not born Jewish within Messianic Judaism and Sharesh David? 9. Why do we celebrate the Holy Days in Leviticus 23, starting with Shabbat? And 10. Are we under the law? I get asked that a lot. (laughs) I'd love to answer that question. But, uh, you know, one of our congregants has been making wonderful short videos to explain various parts of Messianic Judaism. She has her own YouTube channel. I just want to mention it to you in case you want to check it out. Initially, she developed these videos for other parents of Down syndrome children. Um, Check it out. It's called Living with Eve. And it will help you understand the vision and its application. It's it's important to understand Messianic Judaism and Sharesh David and our vision and our beliefs. So before I begin talking about Messianic Judaism, please understand the important question is not what congregation or denomination we're part of, but where has God called us to? in order to serve and train for the work of his purposes and his ministries. We should not be bystanders or or visitors. We should be called a congregation by God in order to accomplish his purposes and his will. 
Well, I just felt I needed to say that uh, just before we get into the the depth of what is Messianic Judaism. So here's how I see Messianic Judaism. It's prophetic. It's end time congregational movement of God. It's made up of Jews and people who are born Jewish and those who are not born Jewish. And together in unity, they embrace Yeshua as their Messiah and Savior of the world. Both fully participate in the life and the destiny of their Messianic Jewish congregation and community by maintaining a biblical and cultural Messianic Jewish identity because of their mutual calling from God. Now, that's a mouthful, I realize. <laughs> and But I really believe that as we go through a lot about Messianic Judaism, you will see that it is prophetic. And you will see that it is a movement of God. And I believe that, you know, I can't really tell you if we're in the end of the days yet. It certainly seems like we are. But uh, in the meantime, I, I do believe that God is calling us for such a time as this. You know, Messianic Jewish identity for uh, somebody who is not Jewish is really the heart of Ruth. Ruth one sixteen says, uh, do not plead with me to abandon you, to return back from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May Adonai, deal with me, and worse, if anything but death comes between me and you. And I, I love that scripture because it's the heart of a lot of the people in our congregation who were not born Jewish. And what a blessing that is. Um, now, historically, believers in Yeshua were all Jewish, right? In the beginning, right in in the book of Matthew and and Luke and John, right they're they're all uh, Jewish, and all the writers of the New Covenant were Jewish, with the possible exception of Luke, and our what we like to say is, but of course he was Jewish because he was a doctor, right? <laughs> okay. Since the time of Yeshua, there have always been Jewish believers. So you could say that Messianic Judaism began in the first century. First century. However, the resurgence of the movement came about about in approximately the 70s, 1970s that is, using the name Messianic Judaism came about around 1975, before it was called Hebrew Christianity. Now, there are a number of events in history, especially in church history, unfortunately, the past 2,000 years that have caused Jewish believers to almost become extinct, and it also has caused Jews not to believe in Yeshua. Kind of started with the Bar Kokhba Rebellion in 133, 
CE. Uh, we also see this in Constantine, who was the fourth century, and he legally banned the persecution of Christians, which was great. But unfortunately, he also legalized like a growing division between Jews and Christians that laid the foundation for nearly 2,000 years of anti-Semitism. Anything that was Jewish, he pushed aside. Later on, we saw things like, uh, well, um, the Crusades in 1099, where they literally burned down a synagogue and while they were singing, Christ, we adore you. And in 1189, all the Jews were expelled from England by King Richard the Lionhearted. We see that in the church council in 1266 said Jews shall not live side by side with Christians. We see the Spanish Inquisition in 1492, where all Jews were expelled, following many thousands killed in an effort to force Jewish Jews to convert. And that's also why we see a lot of Jewish people who don't even know they're Jewish in South America, because many of the people went there, and then when they got there, they went into uh, Catholicism. We see Martin Luther in the 1500s. He wrote and preached against the Jews, you know. And we see in Russia the uh, the church, the Orthodox Church in the 1900s. They said that one third should be forced to convert, one third should be starved by removing their lands, and the remaining one third should be expelled. Well, that definitely is not what we want to hear, right? Germany, we all know about the Holocaust. So anti-Semitism is, is something that came about and that has made it more difficult for Jewish people really to accept the Lord. However, Jews survived because that was biblically God's will. We'll see that later on in Scripture, where God says that as long as the sun and moon and stars are out there in, in where, where he's placed them, that the Jews will be a nation before him forever. Now, in the late 1800s, there was a resurgence of Jewish believers. They called themselves, as I said before, Hebrew Christians. That continued until the 70s, 1970s, where Messianic Judaism became alive through the birth of a number of Messianic congregations. Messianic Judaism is a desire to return to following biblical Judaism. Though there are many disagreements about what that means, the desire is there and it's authentic. It's all about being obedient to God's word in order to glorify him. In Messianic Judaism, the word of God is the Bible from Genesis through Revelation. In the Bible, we get our marching orders for what we believe and how we are to live. We're committed to sharing our faith with Jew the Jewish community and the larger community, everybody.
At the same time, we're committed to sharing our vision with the church in order for them to return to the Jewishness of their faith and have the God-given desire to make our Jewish people jealous because of their relationship with Yeshua, as it speaks about in Romans 11. Let's look at the Messianic movement, starting with its prophetic nature. It begin, its beginning uh, is prophetic. Now, in, in the first century, Scripture is clear that Jewish people believed in Yeshua. Though the terminology Messianic Judaism uh, didn't start to the 20th century, we can call the first century Jewish believers Messianic too. Just as the description Christians comes from Christ, the description Messianic comes from Messiah. The terminology is different, but the description is the same, right? God spoke to the Jewish people. In Jeremiah thirty-one thirty, behold, days are coming. It's a declaration of Adonai, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant I made with their fathers in the day I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, for they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them. It's a declaration of Adonai. But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. It is a declaration of Adonai. I will put my Torah within them. Yes, I will write it on their heart. I will be their God and they will be my people. So this is spoken to the Jewish people to prepare them for a special move of God's spirit, a covenant that will be possible for us to keep because obviously the Hebrew scriptures or the old what is called the old covenant was very difficult to keep and God will write in this new covenant his laws on our heart and this was a prophecy about what God was going to do the result was Yeshua God in the flesh being born as a Jewish man yet through his resurrection everyone is able to approach God and have a personal relationship with him as we trust in him he washes our sins clean and there were many more promises of a Messiah for the Jewish people. Isaiah 7:14 a virgin will conceive. Isaiah 9:5 and 6 a child will be called counselor, mighty God, father of eternity, prince of peace, of the increase of his government and shalom there'll be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom. Psalm 2:11 and 12 serve Adonai with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he become angry, and you perish along your way, since his wrath may flare up suddenly. Happy is everyone taking refuge in him. Psalm 22 describes the crucifixion. Zechariah 9 9. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, 
Your king is coming to you, a righteous one, bringing salvation. He is lowly, riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And of course, Isaiah 53, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken, struck by God and afflicted. But he was pierced because of our transgressions, crushed because of our iniquities. The chastisement for our shalom was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. We are all like sheep. We've gone astray. Each of us have turned to his own way. So Adonai has laid on him the iniquity of us all. I could go on and on in in terms of giving you scriptures. Is there any doubt that Jewish believers in Yeshua were the result of God's prophetic word? The prophecies of Yeshua were to the Jewish people about the coming Messiah. This was first century Messianic Judaism. Oh my, how did the time go so quickly? Well, Let's get together again next week. We will continue. We have a number of weeks on Messianic Judaism. We would love to go out to the churches and teach there. If you have any connections, please let us know. We'd also love for you to come and visit one of our locations of Shoresh David. Go to our website, Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E. E-S-H, david.org, and um, check up on us. We love visitors. Bring your Jewish friends, certainly. And let's close with a word of prayer. I pray that each one listening to my voice this day will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah. Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.